0: I'm your host, the mayor, Matt Lawson, and with me as always are my two esteemed co-hosts.
1: I am the Lord Ketchum. And I'm Dave King of the Red. Tonight we are discussing the movie Christine from 1983, a Stephen King classic.
2: She lives. What do you mean came back? She loves. I'm sorry, Harley. I can't. She's a beauty. I know you're jealous. She's a beast. The kid was cut in half
1: on him. She's a killer. Ride it over. She's a 58 Fury. She's Christine.
2: When I finish, now Stephen King and John Carpenter, the two great masters of terror, have teamed up to take you for a ride. I knew a guy had a car like that once. He killed himself in it. Christine, she's hell on wheels.
1: High school friends Arnie Cunningham and Dennis Gilder find their friendship falling apart as Arnie becomes obsessed with his first true love, a 1958 Plymouth Fury named Christine. Just want to
3: remind our listeners and anyone that is unfamiliar with how we do things, we are on full spoiler alert here on Nostalgia Highway. We may not discuss every detail, but there will be minor and major spoilers discussed in this episode.
0: All right, fellas, so we're ready to open it up and dissect? Let's crack it up. Alright, let's do it oh. Alright, who wants to take it? So I think this is probably the first ever opening credits to a movie That you just get an engine starting, revving up, and then idling through the entire time Which I found that was really interesting Yeah But I also thought that was it was kind of chilling in a weird way Well, especially for a John Carpenter movie, you know It's mm-hmm. such a unique way to open it up Sure, especially you know, with someone that has the music background that he does, absolutely, you know, and you can and well, in this score, it's it's no different than any of his other ones. It's, I feel, it's iconic in its own right. Uh, it's it's a it's a really good one, and I feel I feel it's just like how Halloween without the music, it had there was something missing. I feel it's maybe to a lesser degree, but it's the same exact. Yeah, there were a concept. lot of
3: classics, classic
0: songs. Well, we get played. bad to the
1: bone right out yeah. of the gate. Yeah, too. that's pretty right. sweet.
0: And you're like, oh, I like that. <laughs> when you get the flashback scene where you're seeing basically the birth of Christine Morland oh, yeah. yeah. on the
3: really line. Good. On the line. Yep. I like that a lot. Which I want to know how. How did this happen? I mean, all the cars are it's
2: immaculate. Was, conception. It
3: the, was it the paint job? That did it. It
0: was the only red car. I, it in the was line. the only red car on the lot right there <laughs> on the line. Yeah. You know. I mean, I think I think a lot of hero, uh, horror purists they kind of like their evil unexplained, right? I yeah, yeah yeah. I mean, and and I thought about that very same thing that you brought up, and I was like, well, why? What is the birth of you know? You what, know, what and is happened? it something? Um, I mean, Dave, if I'm correct, if you was, read the book to this, yes. Uh, uh, does it? Is
1: that explain? It doesn't it? explain it, but I mean, okay. Honestly, from that scene in the movie, I could explain it as maybe. Christine's first love was her painter because out of all of those cars in that line, only one was red. Hmm. Sure, so, yeah. only well, one all person the other ones were like seen that car as something like special and, and cream cream or cream. something yeah, like you that. should be red and painted her. So, that's Christine's baby first love. Interesting.
0: Huh? Yeah. Fan so, theory. I have to uh, kind of riff off of Ed, who is the car salesman who was played by Eugene Levy in National Lampoon's oh, vacation. Here we go. Uh, when you see Ed, her... I'm
1: not your common, everyday fool. <laughs> but continue.
0: Uh, when you see Christine coming off the line, I was like, that's a damn fine automobile. Yeah. I'm telling you, that is a sharp-looking vehicle. Yeah. It, it is. really is. It's it's stunning. It really is.
1: I'd take it over a 57 Chevy any day. Sure. I agree with that. I had that argument with my wife, because she's Christine, and she likes the 57 Chevy better than the really? Fury. And I'm like... interesting. Really? Why would you... You're Christine. You're named after that movie. She said multiple times that was what her parents named her from. Wow. So that's... Hmm. In a weird Interesting. way, I'm, I'm Arnie. I guess. <laughs> Maybe that's why I love this movie. Interesting. Uh, but I, but at the same time, you know, this movie's a bitch. So
2: <laughs>
0: There's that. So we get a young Kelly Preston in this. I mean, she doesn't have like... I mean, she's in it, but she doesn't really have a big part. But she plays Roseanne And she kind of has uh, She's the pretty girl She's You know, uh, you know really uh, Her eyes caught The Dennis character who is played by uh, um, John Stockwell Who He played Cougar In Top Gun He was yep. the one That watched out okay. And yeah. gave uh, I lost Tom, the edge Right Sorry sir <laughs> Right Exactly And gave Tom <laughs> Cruise And Anthony Edwards the, yep. the ticket to Top Gun
1: So Back to Kelly <laughs> Preston though Okay she is a looker, and why was she not uh, seen by these two guys that were? Do you think I think, love in all the wrong places?
3: To be honest, I think she could have played Lee. Sure, and I agree. Been
0: a little bit better, you know.
3: Okay,
1: here we go. Who, Lee's good on the eyes too. Who,
0: who's hotter? Who's hotter, who? Alexander oh, Paul Preston. or Kelly Preston? Kelly Preston.
1: Okay, Absolutely. I, that's where I'm. That's where I'm saying. You know, I'm kind I, of I at a crossroads. See, she's but I feel like it's a crossroads. There's a Kelly Preston movie with another brunette lead that looks exactly like her mm-hmm. called Mischief. And it Never was filmed that. near the Nostalgia Highway. And really? Nelson Villalbao, yes. Oh, wow. You should check it out. You see her tits in it. Kelly Preston's. Well worth the watch. Promise. see anyway. and Kelly
0: Preston's tits in a lot of stuff, actually. Right. There's
1: nothing wrong with Kelly Preston. wire. a <laughs> so, I think it was the
0: first time I was introduced.
1: Anyway, so she's very comparable. Check that movie out if you don't. Okay. It's, right. it's from the same area. It's like a Grease kind of takeoff. Yeah. Okay. It'll put you in the mood of the the era of the fifties. Gotcha. You know, right on. Bobby socks and nice. people shoes. Interesting. Yeah,
3: Kelly Preston. Hmm. What did I mean? That's that. I thought that was a really good choice. Yeah.
0: And like, so she really doesn't do anything no, in the episode. Really. She's but, just a cheerleader. But she likes is Dennis. In it. Yeah. Yeah. She's all about Dennis, and he just he overlooks yeah, her. He isn't even there. No. Like, the... yeah. Yep. Well, and now we have that scene at the library where
1: you,
0: you kind of see in her reaction, well, she, she thinks, "Oh, he's coming he, to me," and he she just go he just goes right on by. Once, she
1: pa- once he passes, she kind of puts her head down, like, "Oh, I'm embarrassed that I right. thought he was going to
0: talk to me." Yeah, yeah, right.
1: Yeah, she was also in a secret admirer.
3: That was okay. a good one. It's got okay. like C. Thomas Howell, Lloyd Laughlin. It oh, shows wow. her tits in that actually. Right. So, Billy Oh yeah, really.
1: Preston. <laughs> Check her
2: out.
0: So the far- or you can Google it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, good. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> It'll be quicker. So, okay, we have the fight scene where we're introduced to Buddy Reperton, uh, who is played by William Ostrander and his gang, which, by the way, we he's have... Like a,
3: he's like a um, Vinny Barbarino. Yeah. He's like a Welcome Back Carter I really, liked
0: <laughs> his, he, I really liked his character. I thought he did a good job. Yeah. It was a really good portrayal. Uh, he was, you know, a dominant... You could tell he was the alpha male, oh, yeah. you know, yeah.
1: and, uh, and he had the sideburns to show it. He's yes, he did. He had, yeah, he had the sideburns. I totally it. bought into his assholeness. Yeah, absolutely,
0: was... <laughs> absolutely, and we actually have a Friday the Thirteenth alum that's in the gang, yeah. which was Stu Charno, who uh, he uh, played Ted in Friday the Thirteenth Part yeah. Two. He was the uh, prankster mm-hmm. yeah. that amazingly survived because he's the one that stayed at the bar. Yep, and we also get uh, Steve Tash, who plays Rich. Uh, he was credited as the male student in Ghostbusters, the original Ghostbusters. He was the uh, he was the student that kept getting uh, uh, buzzed by Bill Murray in the beginning over the girl when he's <laughs> okay. asking the cards. Yeah, so uh, I thought that was pretty interesting. Heck yeah. Hmm. But we have that uh, that fight scene and the... Uh, well, what's his name? Moochie? The big guy? Yeah, yeah Moochie. Right. He's a Okay, chubby. Uh, grabbing nuts... Oh yeah, yeah, it caught that's me a, off guard. That's a weird tactic when you're fighting. Effective, but effective, but it raises of questions. Your friends want to make questions. fun of you afterwards when you it's walk a, away. It's a, a like, terrible line that
3: he delivers like, hey, Mucci, afterwards and everything. What the know.
1: fuck was up with you grabbing his nuts right now? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that would be brought up. You're in like Moochie after conversation. <laughs> you grabbed this guy's dick. It's like <laughs> what good are you move. Doing? <laughs> good move. You know, I'd have probably been <laughs> like that guy. Like, yeah, man. Hey you gotta then do see what you got. Right. I can see you going either way.
0: It just, it, I think it all depend upon how uh, he had how a lot, of other, would, uh, had a lot
1: of other he had a lot of other
3: moves at his disposal. I'm just saying that much. Know, so he could have definitely took it a different way. Yeah, I just thought that was really weird. I was like, hmm,
1: all right, all right, that'll do it. You know, like, that was my thought immediately. I mean, was like, yeah, Dennis I'm, is down. Yeah. I'm kind of incapacitated at that point, yeah. right? This guy might not be able to kick my ass, but he can squeeze my nuts enough to put me on the ground, <laughs> right? That is true. So how does
0: Keith Gordon, who plays our main character Arden Cunningham, how does he look younger in this movie than he did in Jaws two and with his jaw uh, his character Doug in nineteen seventy eight five years prior? Yeah, uh, but I mean, no, I'm, awesome. I'm talking like in his face, like I mean, he looks like he is just so much more baby face. I know in Jaws, I mean, he has like well, we got a better
1: director than in Tristine and Jaws two.
0: Well, I I agree with that. Probably
3: better, uh, you know, uh, makeup. And okay, so, yeah, well, you know. I don't so, know. I just, it's a John Carpenter film. Compared to a right. Jaws two, whoever directed that, that one, John
1: look at him at the, on the set and be like, "Put some shit on his face. That <clears throat> kid is ugly." Right.
0: He
3: needs to look like he's at least <laughs> you know, so 16. he's
1: made up <laughs> for Christine. Yeah.
0: Okay. No, it's just something I I noticed. I'm like, man, he really does look younger, and this is five years later. Mm-hmm. And I was up. Uh, I, I I was Evan. watching a little bit of the com- uh the uh, special features with the uh, Blu-ray I bought, and. Keith Gordon commented that he was 22 when they were filming this. So, yeah, yeah, I I find that even more fascinating because I felt that he looked even younger than he would have, which would have been, what, at that point, uh, 17? Yeah. So.
1: I bought into him being a teenager. Oh, no, absolutely. Absolutely. No doubt. Right back to the Children of the Corn with Isaac, I mean... That's a vast difference. Well, that's but I bought a, into the fact that he was a teenager. Right. That's
3: only because of a uh, illness, you know. I know. Um, yeah. He has a syndrome of. I don't know. He looks his it. age now. Yeah. Yes. Now he does. Yes. Unfortunately,
2: I
1: mean. Yeah. That's gonna happen. Hey.
3: Still cool, my buddy. He still hasn't grown an <laughs> inch. <laughs> no, he has not.
1: No. In fact, he
3: probably has shrunk a little
1: bit. Maybe old people shrink. I've I've <laughs> lost a <an laughs> half inch, maybe on, on the height. <laughs>
0: So, okay, the uh, George LeBay character, who was played mm-hmm. by Robert's Blossom, who was the
2: uh Trouble creepy,
0: Yes, and uh, Home Alone, the neighbor. He was also in the, uh, I believe it was a 70s movie called Deranged. Deranged. Yep. Yes, where he was the Ed Gein, basically, mm-hmm. type character. Uh, I haven't seen that. That is something I'm, I, I really uh, want to watch. It's the best
1: Ed Gein, uh, what's the word? Portrayal? Portrayal, yes. Uh, Even better than the Steve Rails Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Deranged is the best Ed Gein portrayal. Okay, I really want to see that film because as a I, movie. I really...
3: Yeah, I haven't I, seen it yet. I've only seen uh, bits and
1: parts of it. But you'll okay. love it. It's kind of psycho. Yeah. yeah. Anthony Perkins' Psycho. Yeah. But better. Okay. Yeah, it's better than Anthony Perkins' Psycho. Really? So that, yeah. What? Add that to it. Holy King of the Road shit. says it's better than Anthony Perkins' Psycho. Wow. Yep. Okay. There you, go. there you go. Check it out, Deranged What year? My there you goodness. Go, highway. I don't have the year, but uh 70. It was in the 70s. 75, 76.
0: Really? It was range. somewhere in there, I think. But okay, he had that back brace on. did anybody feel like no. when they first watched that? 87, guys. 87. Deranged? Deranged? No, that's not right. No? Wrong that's one? not right.
1: No. Yeah, no.
0: Robert's Blossom.
1: Mm,
0: no. Is it Roberts yes It is. All huh? right. Confirmed. Roberts Blossom. It's kind of hard to say. Yeah, a little bit. But okay, mm. so he had that back brace on, right? Did anybody feel like that made him like a creepy Oh yeah. Like it just added an element and he was so he's so skinny and small framed anyways. Like I, I don't know. He He seemed like that Harbinger of dude like dude, he, he that role perfectly. That guy, perfect that
1: like guy that. could play Jesus or Satan and convince me either way that he is absolutely that person. So
0: mm. wow, Jesus or Satan, and I'm telling you what, I, I totally get what you're saying right yeah. there. Yeah. I um, totally
1: get it. That's him. Yeah, I like that. Probably a very underrated actor.
0: I really like that. Okay, seventy-four. He, he yes. plays Jesus in Home Alone, so yeah, Home
1: Alone. Confessions Joe of Hustler. a
0: Necrophile. There you go. Okay, arranged. So but. I noticed they they show the dates in this movie. Okay, you read the book, King. Uh, is that re- or is or the? I don't know. I I had this problem with it. Like, is it really necessary?
1: Not really, because you may be asking me a question that wasn't necessary, and that's why I don't remember it from the book, because there's a lot of stuff in Stephen King books that you, upon reading, find unnecessary and kind of, you know, kick off to the side. Well, he's
0: very detailed. Oh, yeah, yeah, so that's not
1: something that matters to me enough. But, but, I mean, I know it's post-1958 because Christine keeps being referenced. It's 1979, I think. Right, and I don't have a
0: problem with that, but then it shows, like, dates and like when uh oh, man, when Arnie goes and invi- okay I, I, I just I, I guess if maybe if that was just a better way of depicting time passing by because we obviously we go through Thanksgiving, we go through Christmas yeah. or New Year's. So okay. I, I was just curious about that. So my daughter, Adrienne my oldest, she ended up watching with the uh watching this with me. She said, Do you care if I watch this? I was like, what do you think you can handle a killer car? She said, Sure. It's <laughs> like so okay. So we're gonna watch Christine. Uh, she got up to the point uh, where they uh, get into the bulldozer towards the end. And she had to leave. But she really liked the movie, which I know that's an absolute delight to the king's ears. Absolutely. But uh, something she pointed out, and I tell you, I really feel like the kid's on something. so the Regina Cunningham character, Arnie's mother, who's played by Christine Belford, she kind of looks and sounds like Betsy Palmer from Mrs. Voorhees in Friday the 13th.
2: With mm. that kind of
0: gravelly voice and the hairdo. Interesting comparison. Just a younger version.
1: I had no idea where you were going with that, and that's actually it. She pulled
0: that out and <laughs> okay. it, I was like, wow, and mm. I'm typing my notes and I'm putting it in there. And I I don't know. When you go oh, back wow. to the scene and
1: it's the scene. When she yeah. in the snaps at Arnie, she kinda does that little head shake like Yeah. Like that furious mom, you know, right? left or right, real fast head shake. Right, I'm not and taking any more of your shit. It. Yeah, and we're, here, done we're here. Right. But it's the scene after
0: Arnie buys Christine, and they're in the kitchen, and right. she's actually kind of coming down on Dennis. Like, well, why'd you allow him to do this? You know, yeah. it's that scene that she picked up on it. She so comes off as a full heel. She is, she's kind of a bitch. She yeah. really is. That too. Yeah. <laughs> She really is. But no, she actually picked up on that, and I was like, wow. She's kind of onto something, and I thought I'd bring did that the, up. Did the
1: mayor just call Ernie's mom a bitch? I think so.
0: Awesome. High five. I'll allow it. Yep. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I thought that was yeah pretty interesting.
3: I mean, there, there's some comparisons. I really don't see it too much, um, to be honest. Mrs. Voorhees in the face looks completely different, I think. Um, I, but her nuances it's, it's the I mouth. see what he says. It's the mouth You know Of yeah. Mrs. Voorhees It's completely different The voice too Yeah So
0: And the hairstyle is It's a little bit long But it's yeah, Similar yeah. enough Yeah it's a lot longer Yeah But I don't know It's, it's a just... good No It It's valid So I want to talk about Robert Porosky Who played Darnell Which nice. I was first introduced To Robert Porosky As The character Wally In The Great, Great Outdoors. Outdoors Yes, yes. That is the first time I ever saw that man, and I just, I don't, you just, I love him. I love that guy. He's good. <laughs> pretty He's crass, pretty, you know, dirty old man type, but I mean, yeah. I don't know, he just seemed like a pretty cool dude. He's your everyday old dude you want to hang out with. Right. And he plays kind of that, but way more crass and way more vulgar. Oh, yeah. uh, he is a great, sleazy, asshole business person. He really is.
3: 100%. I don't know, but I back his way, man. I, I, He's got I, a way. I, I, guess I'm get, that, I guess that just shows my age, I guess. I don't know. Your level I'm, of tolerance. I'm, I'm thinking that's how <laughs> life needs to be ran, you know? So I, I'm totally on board.
1: He gets kind of nicer with Arnie when he says, oh, yeah, he you gets know. soft on him. Yeah, right? until yeah, Arnie acts like, like, been... like a... Yeah, around uh, the yard all you want. Maybe I'll even pay you a couple bucks.
3: Until Arnie acts like a spoiled ass kid, yeah. and you know he's like, "Well, I'll think about it." He's like, "Well, don't wait too fucking don't long." Wait to, or something. Yeah. Don't wait too long. Don't long. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if somebody's offering you that kind of stuff, man, you need to accept
0: it. You know, right? And be very. Thankful.
1: Or I'll put you out on your fucking ass. Right.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's such a change from the character you get, you know, from Wally in The Great Outdoors to yeah. this. Yeah. And it was just kind of like, wow, you're saying a lot of bad words right now. You know? And, but he, you you totally buy into it. And I found that, obviously, watching more movies with he him in it, the guy is an absolute chameleon. Oh, yeah. Lord, you alluded to that earlier when we were kind of talking before we started recording and he really is. Oh yeah. He just he is whatever character he is supposed to be in whatever he's ever starred in. He's in Last Action Hero. Yeah, he's man. In, that's yeah. a good movie. He's oh, in that's Mrs. Doubtfire movie. He was the uh
3: yeah, guy who worked at the uh, tel- television station. Yes. I mean, Last Action Hero. You brought that up. Yeah.
1: Even... I showed that to my kid a while back because I was like he likes action movies. He likes Terminator. Yeah. I want to show him Lexi- uh, the action hero because that is yeah. one of those that you don't see coming, but it's pretty cool. No, I remember when I came out, I was, I was all about that. I was totally fascinated.
0: I couldn't wait to see it. I didn't get to see it in theaters, but as soon as it was out, the film, He VHS. was also
3: in Gremlins 2, guys. He was Grandpa okay. Fred. Oh, okay. Gremlins 2. Yeah, dude. You
1: yeah. know, as a kid, when I saw Gremlins 2, I thought that was uh, you know, that was old. uh, uh Al Lewis, his name. Yes, his Al name? Lewis. Al I was Lewis. trying to think of his name. Al Lewis from yeah. the Monsters. Grandpa. I was convinced yeah. as a kid that's who that was. It's and his As I got so. older, I was like, that is definitely not Al Lewis. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, it's his take on it. I yeah. guess you know. So it's funny. But yeah, he's he's a
1: he's a great character.
3: Yep, actor, fantastic. Yes, he is. Passed and, away and, you know, in 2008. Mm-hmm. You know, so.
0: But no, he he was absolutely great in this movie. Uh, totally enjoyed his role. You totally buy into what he's supposed to be. So I'm guessing Christine is like kind of possessing Arnie with these, you know, intricate bodywork and restoration skills that he has. I mean, we we know he's a smart kid.
3: As soon as Arnie, you know, comes in contact with Christine, I think it starts taking it's love over the lover hand, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, and something in some of the uh, the little documentaries that came with the Blu-ray, they talk about the sexuality and the uh, what we call like the, the show me scene. It was mm-hmm. Which I thought was it's an amazing scene, but we'll get to that later on. But there was a it was more of a sexuality of, you know, like a voyeur. Like a, it was like a strip tease in a way. Yeah. Hmm. And I thought that was interesting. I didn't really think about it. I'll tell that. you what, I think that
1: was all John Carpenter because it as was. I recall in the book I do not remember a show me I believe scene in the book. I think you know, it happened organically with I don't it's know. a cool way to introduce what, what yes. she
3: can actually do, you know. What I'm getting at is regeneration. At, at
1: very least, John Carpenter presented that scene better than what Stephen King could have written. I, I believe you're really? ab- you're absolutely yes. correct oh, nice. on that
0: because I believe Keith Gordon in in this the little behind the scenes documentary, he was referring to that scene, and if I remember correctly, it was kind of John's idea to do
1: that he added things to. he had a lot of things that from made what me smile right like yeah Yep.
0: Yeah. i have something i want to th- i'm going to speak okay. on that whenever we get okay. to my wrap up but yeah but yeah
1: it's a perfect marriage to me john carpenter stephen king absolutely yeah. one of stephen king's most beloved characters
0: yep yeah. well and you're getting john carpenter and stephen king at the height of Oh, yeah, the peak of their career. I I don't think we really understood. I mean, obviously, we were young. I mean, well, you weren't even I was born.
3: I was born in 84, so. You know,
0: we were three, four years old at the time, Mm -hmm. so, I mean, we had no idea. But I don't think, you know, the moviegoers really understood how fantastic of, like you said, a marriage this is and was at that time
1: because you... That just doesn't happen. There's not a director out there today that I'm like, Oh, Stephen King and him are doing a movie together? Right. Wow, gotta be there. Exactly. But that's not really
0: the case. You say John Carpenter, you say Stephen King in the same yeah. sentence.
1: You got your it should give you
0: goosebumps. <laughs> yeah. I mean that's a that's a that's bold.
1: That's big time. So, yeah. That's big time. That's my thoughts on that.
0: I really like how the music on the radio and Christine plays when it goes right along with what's going on in, in yeah, the movie. Yeah. Like, I do like, that in
3: real life to this day, and I yeah. think it has a lot to do with Christine, you know. Um, You've picked up atmosphere. on that. Well, like with my kids, I'm always saying, um, you know, you can't always get what you want. Yeah. I, I, I've seen I it, it all the too. time. Yes. You know,
1: and. I don't know. That's it's, a good one to say to kids. Yeah, I've definitely, dude. You should do it. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. I do it all the time. I have. That's Three or so four funny. times a week. That is yeah. hilarious. <laughs> and they're usually stomping off, like, right. arms right. crossed, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not
2: going But, right. yeah. Uh,
0: There's so many that – we do that so much at our house, too, and I'm, like, struggling to come up with one right now. But, yes, I know I've used that, and I, I love presenting things. And, and I think
3: I've used, kids. you know, you can't keep on knocking, but you can't come in. <laughs> yes. You know, I, I'm, yes. I'm pretty sure I've used that. A couple times in the household, so right, you know that was actually yeah. used a couple kudos of times. to Carpenter. You yeah. know, that was so, when uh, for...
0: whenever uh, Buddy Rupperton's gang was uh, pounding on her. Whenever Dennis kind of snuck in and was trying to get in, mm-hmm. they play that song. Yep. Uh, even at the the drive-in, with uh, when Lee is choking on the uh, the hamburger. <laughs> uh, what is playing then? It's Remind me. Oh, I'm struggling. I didn't write that part See, down. Uh, this is where I was kind of hoping I'll, that the king would be able to Okay. Me I
1: mean, I just watched it. Right. Like, we all literally gonna... just watched it just today. Just for a refresher. We've all watched it today. Right. Watched... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I cannot remember the song she is listening to. Hold it. on. One of us the Are you on it Lord, or is...
3: oh, I mean, I can look. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Look it up. Look it up and uh I'll try to find it. But uh, also, uh, whenever uh, Christine won't start in uh, Lee's driveway. Yeah. And, he, and, and, like, and, and, and on, Arnie baby. has to kind of talk to her and coax her yeah. into it, and then she starts right up. It's I, I love that. Oh, I, that's man. just a little subtle stuff that, what was that, is that John Carpenter, or is that was that a part of the book, do you remember?
1: That's part of the book. Okay. Yeah, they used it in the book. Okay. I love that. But Carpenter, I mean, just translated it perfectly. And not too many directors have translated Stephen King's perfectly. They, actually, they've done a really good job. Like, Stephen King's done better than some, but I think John Carpenter translated him best. That's my honest opinion. I hear you. Yeah.
0: I, 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 like I said, John Carpenter, Stephen King, forces together, united yeah. as one. My God. I mean, why it, couldn't
1: we're... they have done it? A a
0: second collaboration oh my gosh it, it's I, not
1: too late i mean they're both still alive right come on guys get it together
0: no doubt i'm all in on that absolutely so after uh, buddy Robertson's gang they total christine uh, we kind of get to see the new arnie you know uh, kind of come to fruition he's much darker yeah you can tell his outfits are changing and uh, hair's better. Hair's better. He's losing the glasses. He's got a little more swagger, I guess you could say to him. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and uh, something I picked up on in uh, one of the comp the uh, documentary things after uh, in the special features was his clothing kind of went back towards the, the the styles of the 50s yeah. and his manu- yeah, mannerisms yeah, right, and his uh, what things that he would say. Yep. Kind of went back to that time, and I want to know. We kind of we're, were noted at the beginning that the odometer sits about like 93,000 miles, yeah, and possibly it, 193 right yeah. exactly because at that time they didn't go that far. Um, but we notice at different points and th- that the odometer is less, yeah. and right at the very end, we see the odometer almost back to zero. and I'm kind of wondering if that's like a If there was like a correlation with the two together, and I'm sure that there is, but I kind of wanted your guys' input on that.
1: I don't know what you call that being part of the book. I think that was Carpenter. Really? Yeah, I think that was Carpenter. Okay. I do not remember a bit of that from the book. Well,
3: you know, the last scene, you know, where Dennis and Lee are taking on Christine Mm -hmm. and Arnie, um, I, I think of it as, you know, Christine had regenerated so many times in that short period, you know, like three or four times. She's running out of juice, you know. I think it's like a... It's almost like a health bar, you know, in a fighting game or something like that, you know. Power up. getting low, you know. Good call. Everything. Interesting. (laughs)
0: That's
3: what I got from it.
1: (laughs) I appreciate that view. Okay.
0: So, there's... The scene where we're at the football game, where we're seeing Dennis play, and... Lord, I know you can relate to this being a high school football (laughs) official. I immediately started depicting. You know exactly. I think you know I'm going for, but like taking his helmet off almost immediately. It's like the last thing you would absolutely want to do. Oh yeah, he's hurt.
1: Yeah, don't fucking touch him. Right. Don't (laughs) move
0: him. Don't touch him. But we're gonna take his helmet off.
1: Yeah,
0: I'd so something. I kind of put. I was like, ah, but. Yeah, you don't want to take his helmet off when that happens. Just a little thing I noticed and I picked up on, but... We're
1: in 2019 now, that was... 1983? 1979,
0: oh, okay, My That's bad. when it was taking place. Yeah, so. True, right? So, we kind of talked about... Well, I talked about... I brought about it, uh, the, uh, the show-me scene. I'm going to tell you right now, and I know we talked about this in previous episodes, and we'll probably continue to talk about it in future episodes... But practical effects will oh. always trump CGI. Yes. You're damn right. That scene is some of the best practical effects I think the eighties has to offer. Yeah. And it stands the test of freaking time. <laughs> I am still amazed on my fifty-five yeah. inch TV, okay?
1: With Blu-ray. I have a seventy inch. <laughs>
2: That's why you're the king.
3: <laughs>
1: no, that's why I got seven. He's kids. only a mayor. <laughs> I get good
2: tax
3: returns. He's, go only, he's only a mayor. You know, right? right I'm gonna like <laughs> yeah. I can't afford
0: that. If I start having that, they're gonna start. There's gonna be questions. Mm. But I'm telling you, it that still it blows me away how they were able to do that with hydraulics and reverse, you know, footage and just. It's awesome. It is absolutely amazing. Yeah, it really I don't is. think
3: anybody's ever captured that
0: again. Not like that. I mean, can you, you know, come dude, up with anything? The
1: show me scene. It gives me goosebumps. You can't. It's amazing. Can't let me watch that, and I not get goosebumps or a tear in my eye <laughs> know, <laughs> because it's. I, like, I thought it's we beautiful. Could
3: use more Carpenter music um, throughout it. Yeah. Um, you know, keep it kind of yeah. dark and stuff. It got to that. That song, it was his kind of his timing
1: up and, um, is flawless, though. You don't yeah, it is that, flawless. But yeah. they yeah, used you a hear a lot that. of
0: the '50s Beow! music too. That's cool. That's that's But, cool. that's that. kill, that's but it turns on, on the actual like
3: that. There's a song that goes with that scene and everything, and it's um, I It's like know. a seductive yeah song, yeah, like, a, it's like, like a, a, it's a, a, a it's film
0: right? Yeah, but
2: I mean, I think if we
3: kept it a little bit darker, I think you know, just Carpenter sounds and everything, it it would have played out a lot better to be honest i think that could have
0: been an improvement i hear you so did you find did you find the scene humorous or did you did you take away that no humor
1: th- came into play no. in that it scene start- to me
0: okay it started to get like a little when that when that music started that we kind of talked oh, about oh i
1: think of Roger rabbit but yes. then I also yes. am like, no nah, he's like, falling in love with this bitch yeah yeah
0: it, like, it, it seemed like just at the moment where it started to get where it was a little bit cheesy a little bit corny I, I think the special effects of the car repairing itself mm-hmm. trumps all Sure, oh, yeah. it doesn't matter at that point it blinds you to the cheesiness I think I, like I said I am, I am still blown away to this day Literally, after watching it, it's today, just reverse. It's but still, <laughs> filming. I mean, but still, there is there is an art to that. Sure, that we've seen reverse footage where you know you're watching reverse footage. <laughs> oh, you feel like that car is repairing
1: itself. It is oh, yeah. so well paced
0: yeah, and well
3: sounds and everything. You know, the it's nice. It's it is fantastic. It's nice. It's yeah. also
1: you know got the sex scene music. So saying, yeah, it is interesting how yeah. that plays.
0: Well, there's a lot of like sexual innuendo throughout this entire movie, and I'll tell you, I was actually, as far as a John Carpenter movie, I felt there was a lot of cursing in this movie, mm-hmm. and a lot of that was because
3: well, they wanted to make it, you know, R rated because if there was they hadn't no, there's thrown in... there's hardly any gore right. That's the thing. If they right. hadn't thrown in a couple of um, f bombs, oh, well, they threw a lot. Yeah, I mean, but if if they wouldn't have, they would have gotten a PG rating. Right, you know that mean because their PG thirteen wasn't um hasn't been created yet. Right. Has
1: anyone counted f bombs? We should I did, ask our I, viewers to I did comment. Not. There you How go. many f bombs are in Christine
3: Nostalgia Highway? Please, we need your count. Right, comment. Let us on know. The Facebook page or email. Us. If
1: you if you give us the correct count and we check it, King Art drawing up for grabs. Oh, there you go. Right. It'll oh, be it'll nice. be the beautiful Christine herself. Oh my! How many f bombs can you count
2: <laughs> from the <laughs> exactly. movie? Not from our podcast, because right, there might right. be one or two in there. There might be a few.
0: <laughs> so, whenever Christine is going after Buddy Represents Gang, you know, for retribution, we get to see the darkened windows, and I guess that was supposed to be a representation <laughs> of the sinister side of her. But for practical reasons, it was also to disguise the stunt driver. Well, and
3: plus, uh, I don't think Carpenter wanted you to know if Arnie was driving the car or not. Exactly. He wanted to keep that
0: suspense in there until the end.
1: Now, that's true, but listening to the commentary track on the Blu-ray, you will hear Carpenter say that in the original book, Stephen King wrote that when Arnie wasn't driving the car, there was a representation of Old Man LeBay driving the car. Oh, okay. And as a book reader, I didn't quite catch that as much as there are scenes where Arnie is driving the car and he is represented as Old Man LeBay visually to his passengers. Like, they see him as Old Man LeBay. And in the book, they don't really represent Christine killing his gang as... Being Arnie as Old Man LeBay they represented as Christine's killing those people by herself.
3: She well in the movie, I think she was killing yes. the gang by uh, herself because Arnie it's was also left up. Arnie, the Arnie was the though. Well, right. Arnie was picking up parts from uh, Darnell's garage for for Darnell, right? Everything, and, and Darnell died the same night that the gang was killed, except for Muchi.
1: Right, because that was, he was that killed was a d- like a day, okay. yes. a couple of days
3: prior, right. I believe. So. In the
1: book, Darnell was killed wildly differently and on a different day. <laughs> it's really cool.
3: I wonder how Christine Here's set it up thing. to where it looked like a suicide and everything, because in the movie it mm-hmm. said you know Darnell died in the car, but there was a shotgun, shotgun. right next Excellent. to him and everything. How did she do that? How did she do uh, it?
1: I don't, I don't know. That's Carpenter, but in uh. the book. Wildly, wildly different. Art Darnell spirit. had set up Arnie to run booze for him across borders. Oh, okay. okay. And Arnie eventually got caught. He's driving Darnell's Caddy, or whatever it is, that black car that was see, represented in the movie. Right, it's Cadillac. Okay, yeah, he's driving big. that state-to-state state with illegal booze. And eventually, after Christine's killed uh, Moochie and... Who's next? I don't remember. Whoever's next. Christine's killed two people, and the detective is on to him and follows him and catches him doing the illegal transport of alcohol from state to state. So Arnie gets put in jail. Arnie's parents come to talk to Arnie, and he's completely, you know, fuck you to his parents when they're trying to question him about why he did this and blah blah. Because He's consumed by Christine at this point. Right. And, But he's doing these jobs for Darnell as payment for working in his garage. Let rather than changing little toilet paper rolls, okay. like Darnell says in the movie. Right. He's actually running booze. Running right. liquor. So Aww. I gotta
0: ask, how does Darnell get it in the book?
1: Okay, then? Darnell gets it at home. Christine makes a house call, drives oh. up into the porch, crashes through the front of the house making multiple attempts because she has to back up because traction's getting lost it's snowy in the book like the ground's covered by snow and she crashes the house not sure why he isn't running to higher ground or lower ground or wherever ground to get away from her but you know he's an old man maybe he's just struggling and she's been faster than the book leads on but she gets in the house he hears the ground of the floor creaking below, and he's like, oh, shit, I hope she falls through and is trapped like a, you know, right prisoner in the basement, and the ground does not give way. She kills him in his house.
3: Man, wow. that is much better than the movie. That would be
1: it's, so spectacular. Well, I it's harder to screen. visualize seeing that. Well, and, and, and screen, monetary. Yes. Right. Well, this is a, this is a you know, pretty so modest expensive. budget.
0: Money. Yeah. Pretty. I mean, for eight. I mean, it was an eight million, about an eight million dollar budget, yeah. which is pretty modest for a super yeah. duper special effects driven movie like this is. I mean, they they said themselves that, you know, they basically had no name actors, and yeah, that everything went to the cars. Yeah. I mean, There's multiple cars. Was there
3: 28? I believe 28 Furies.
0: Is that all? <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember.
3: But they were like Belvedere and. Savoy's. Damn. They didn't have 28 Plymouth Furies you know, yeah. to shoot with and different forms They in did some body work for, and everything. So.
0: For different scenes. Yeah. But I guess Darnell's garage was uh, was actually a much larger building than what it was depicted in the, uh, in the movie. I guess it was a wire factory back in World War II and we only get to see a portion of it but the other half actually ended up being the garage for all the Christines that needed tune ups mm. and worked on one set. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, that they utilized the set for their yeah. Actual Might as garage well. work. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought that was interesting.
1: Well, I know.
3: So in that movie, um, Darnell he mentions like, you know, he's he like he had seen a car like this before and some guy died in it. Yeah, So, yeah. this is the same car he has seen Absolutely, prior. Yes, okay. I, right. that's okay. what I took away. Alright, okay. Because it's I totally feel like that's what,
0: that yes. kind of tips off Dennis,
1: in a way, right. I think. Yeah.
3: Something's up.
1: Right. It's foreshadowing. Right. However
3: you want to look at it, it's okay. foreshadowing. I just wasn't sure. You
1: yeah. Or hindsight-shadowing. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs>
0: look at it. When Arnie visits Dennis in the hospital on Thanksgiving... Learn how to pour a beer, will you? Oh, that was terrible. That was awful. It and then he leaves the tab up, and he tries to take a drink, it and you can me... tell it was a little weird, and it made yeah. my teeth feel weird. Yeah,
3: it made my body cringe. Yeah, what that was awful. What a
0: waste. <laughs> but I have to comment in that same sequence. Whenever the the stare he gives Dennis when he's talking about Christina, like, oh yeah, she's cherry. Yeah, man, I'm gonna tell you, he did a great job in this movie. He really did. Very convincing. Both ways. Arnie or
1: Dennis? Arnie. Well both Arnie. of them
0: too. I yeah. thought I thought Dennis was sure. pretty well cast as well. Um, but
3: He didn't honestly. have to do too much. No. To be honest. You know, he had to be just pretty much a supportive character for Arnie until and then, you know, he was gone for a lot of the movie, actually, you know, when he's bedridden in the hospital. You don't see him for a good chunk of the movie.
0: Good old Harry Dean Stanton who plays Detective Junkins in this. I honestly believe any movie he's in, he makes it better.
3: Oh, absolutely.
0: You get, I mean, you know, he was in Alien, Escape from New York, another uh, John Carpenter movie. The Green
1: Mile. Big 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 Love. Green Mile, Mile, yeah, Big Love. I've never seen it, but forget it. Okay, Walking the green
3: mile. Unless I'll your wife makes mile.
1: you watch it, forget it. Big okay. love is not worth watching. Now,
0: isn't that the Bill Paxton? Yeah, if you like Bill Paxton in a gay way. If you
1: like Bill Paxton in a gay way, join that franchise. Okay. Bill, big love. All right. My wife may be watching it. I don't know if it's in a gay way. Just Bill Paxton. If you really like him. Okay. And Fair you want to watch him in a drama with your wife, then yeah. There you go. Hmm. Big love. All right. Interesting. Twenty seasons. <laughs> Twenty. Was there I really think it was like many? three. It's a complete time vampire. No, it's it's more than three. Was it's it? at least like pfft, nine. Oh wow! <laughs> it felt like it. Maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. If you like Bill Paxton, uh, it was four years. And pulling everything you're saying
0: is making me it's, think this is not for
1: us. It, it, was, it was four years. 2006 <laughs> to 2010. Viewers, don't watch this unless your wife oh, makes you. Oh my god. Period. Or your <laughs> husband. Whatever. Oh
0: boy. <laughs> I love the visual of the burning Christine stalking Buddy Reperton down the road. Beautiful, with John score, John Carpenter's score, going right along with it. Absolutely, that is an awesome scene. Yeah. I love that scene.
2: Quintessential
0: eighties. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I feel like it's one of the more iconic shots for horror in the eighties, in my personal opinion. I had a hard on. <laughs> Wow, I, I I can't say that i go that far, but I hear you. Dude, yeah.
1: yeah. From the moment he says, show me, <laughs> you know, that's where that hard-on starts. Yeah. <laughs> and then the
2: pew.
0: And, yeah. Are we talking about music? You know what I'm talking about. I'm talking the
1: about away. the car becoming a badass motherfucker. She okay. finally,
3: you know, let her cover yeah. down. She's... You know, she's she's really exposed herself. At this least the army, anything you know. This yeah. is. Let her I'm, at, I'm at my full. I'm at my full here. Let's yeah. go ahead and show you what I got. All right. Okay. Which is fantastic. She
1: becomes an absolute babyface. I mean, a hero to the story. So.
3: I mean, I wasn't disappointed when she took down the the
0: bullies and her, or anything
3: like that. No, not was, at all. I was like, yeah, go I'm for it. I'm glad her. they got yeah. desserts
1: Yeah
0: you know, they deserved it. They were jerks. All um, right.
3: When she's just killing random people, you know, like you know Darnell, that sucked. You know, to be honest, I I, I really didn't want her. But again, she's, she's a bloodthirsty
1: the, you know bitch. So in the book, she had a better reason to kill Darnell. What was because the reason? Darnell was pushing Arnie to run these booze runs out of state. Okay, and all, he eventually got right. caught by the same detective that's looking at him for the murders. I see. And they catch him, you know, hauling booze in Darnell's car, and Darnell's not taking the fall for it, and Arnie is not putting his name out there for it. So Christine's like, "Hey, you, you got my boy? I got you, baby." Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. She heads to Darnell's house. In the movie, I I really didn't appreciate when Darnell got killed, though. To be honest, yeah, well, that's a great character.
0: John Carpenter translated this fine. I agree. Yeah. I agree with you on that, because at that point, it was clear that Darnell was going to be a problem. Oh, yeah. And Christine realized it, so she handled it. So how much do we want to get into the ending? How? Uh, I mean, I know we're on full spoiler here, but do we want to go into it a whole bunch? Do we want to talk about... Absolutely. Well, okay. Yeah. Well, if you haven't yeah. seen this
1: movie by now, get, get over it. Okay, Go to a, a lame podcast. <laughs> we review movies that you probably have seen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's seen Christine. So you everybody, you know. If you're a fan Every, Everybody who has listened oh. to our podcast and who is a, a fan and uh, you know who likes uh, Nostalgia Highway have seen Christine. Yeah, and if
1: you've made it to the Absolutely. 48 and a half minute mark,
0: yes. <laughs> right. So... The ending, I really liked it. I thought at first it seemed like it was going to be kind of hokey, but I really like where John Carpenter took it. We kind of get the animalistic version of Christine. You see the, you know, where it kind of looks like with the hood, you get like teeth. Oh, yeah. And you get the demonic Christine, I guess you could say. And uh... I
3: think the bulldozer scene could have been a little better, to be honest. I know there's not so much you can I was do. Say, you what could what do. You can only do so much with a bulldozer, Surprising
1: right, But that's how they did it in the book too, and I felt okay. Like, hmm, I felt the same. I was like, they could have been a better death scene for Christine. But what are you really going to do at that point? I don't know. I don't. I don't have. A... It seems like a logical ways of. It this... took it took him
3: a while to just run her over. Well, yeah, know? that's what I would have done. You know. I mean, I like the idea that he blocked Lee and everything, you know? That was was really cool and everything. She was smart enough to go from one side to the other. Um, But I would have, you know, I would have kind of probably went kamikaze on her and just went straight for her. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, I don't think she's going to be tough. I don't think she's tough enough to take down a bulldozer. So, before she she gets damaged too much. I understand that. What's
1: the heart of Christine? I mean,. Where is the heart of Christine? Once Arnie dies, her is heart kind of goes away. You know, there you go. If there is, there you, know, you know, go. If there is any heart, that's so. the answer. Because he's driving her during that. Final yes, fight right. Yes. And then we get
0: we get revealed that it's kind of implied. I guess that Arnie has been in Christine whenever
2: huh.
0: you know the murders of uh, Buddy. Rapperton no, in no, no, games. no, 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 oh. no, no, no. Wait, what? No, I, don't I said th- it's. I feel it's implied. I don't feel that way. Okay. I don't either.
3: I, 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 because I truly believe he was out getting those parts for Darnell whenever he, okay, yeah. whenever Christine took down. So just I've this, never... that was a personal thing, Let's you know, for Christine. Because
1: I've, they, I've they... never felt it was implied, but confirmed in the book, it is not implied. It is absolutely Christine on her own in the book. Okay. In the movie, I can see how maybe it could be misconstrued, but it is definitely not Arnie killing Buddy Ramperton's gang. So, at least in movie
0: representation,
1: you do have that. Arnie,
0: at least in your guys' mind, he wasn't in Christine until that scene. Yeah. Okay. Everything before that, it was Christine. I mean, maybe
3: he was in the car when Moochie. When, when Christine killed Moochie. Okay. But not the, uh, not not Buddy and the uh, rest of the gang.
0: Okay. No. All right. I was curious about That's that. That's
3: just my take. All right. I could be wrong.
0: I just feel it's implied. And honestly, I don't know how I feel about it. I, I think it's kind of one of those that, depending upon how you feel that day and the mood you're in, and th- when you rewatch this, maybe you feel like it was Christine the whole time. Maybe. Okay, I thought that was kind of interesting because I felt like it was implied that Arnie was.
1: I can in appreciate her. playing with that notion.
0: Right, and I feel like that's all John
1: Carpenter. Sure. Okay. Sure. Okay. Yeah, he it's wanted you to you know, play with that notion in John Carpenter's version.
3: He wanted you to keep keep on your toes. You in know, Stephen King's you know version, who,
1: it is absolutely Christine. Okay. When and that yeah. doesn't surprise me really. Yeah. Okay. When, when the windows are black, it's absolutely Christine. Right.
3: All okay. By well, the I think the entire movie, pretty much, whenever at night the windows are blackened, no yeah. matter what. So
0: starting with Muji, yes, yeah, yeah. Because I, I know
3: Carpenter, he that was the whole purpose of it. He did not want you to know if Arnie was in it or not. That was a part of the suspense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. the best directing decisions are made like leaving the viewer to decide. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. Yes. And that's
3: why kill scenes are in my. In my opinion, you know, mm-hmm. if you don't show it, I think it's actually, it adds a little something. goes but back but to our discussion. It's, it's all about her, your, uh, the last exactly, yep, right. exactly. Well, and with it's the, the
0: death scene, I mean, we see Christine basically compact herself through this, like, look like a loading bed. Yeah, something. it was, that's exactly that's what it was. That's crazy, yeah, yeah. and you don't see anything, I mean, but you know what happens, he gets crushed. There's nothing And then he you hear Harry Dean Stanton describing that they had the shovel his legs off, the, yeah. off yep. the pavement, you know.
1: and Part of just, that conversation r- in the book was what color, exact color of paint yeah. was on Christine. Right. Because he asks him, you know, well that color was discontinued, you know, ten years ago. They still and make that like, kind of paint? Yeah, they yeah. kind of, you know, Arnie kind of played it off like, yeah, well you can still get it down at Route 5, whatever. Yeah. Whatever it was right. called. I can't yeah. remember what he called yeah.
3: it.
0: And he, ah, uh, toss a receipt.
1: <laughs> yep, tossed that receipt, didn't yep. have any proof, but he Yeah.
0: So I really love the ending where Lee and Dennis are in the junkyard and we see the compacted, crushed up, oh, yeah. cubed Christine yeah. dropped. You know that Christine isn't dead. You know <laughs> it, it's coming. <laughs> well, you you kinda get you get like a it, it, it's I, I like how John Carpenter set this up. Absolutely, and it you, is all
1: him because that was not in the book. Really?
0: Yeah, awesome. that was not in the book. Well, Awesome. So you hear, you know, the the '50s type rock and roll type music going on, and you can tell Lee, the Alexander Paul character, she picks up on it really quick. And then you see one of the workers at the junkyard carrying a boombox, and mm-hmm. he's, for whatever reason, yeah. Listening. What kind of? Uh, I mean, I mean, maybe he's an old school guy. I mean, it's '78. What '79 at that point? That is extremely unlikely to happen. I don't know that it is.
3: Though. I don't know. I, do you know? Are junkyard know, I don't, I don't, people walking around with boom boxes
1: in the in the seventies. We're 80s. talking. This was filmed in eighty three. Right. So in that, I don't know.
3: That was highly yes. unlikely. Highly unlikely. Yeah, but <laughs> in that general. And if you think it was, was likely,
1: in theaters, think. that was likely.
0: I like that's one of those like, oh wait, it's okay. But then wait, <laughs> what you're more? You? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we get we get some signs of life, and yes. we'll just I think we'll leave it at that. Yeah And I love that She's alive It's so you nice You can't kill that <laughs> And here's the thing
1: It's like the end of the Little Shop of Horrors Yeah Kind of
0: Yeah nice. in a way And I'll
1: tell you, It was before that though Obviously Wait No No, no. Wait when was the Little Shop of Horrors Wait no. Little Shop of Horrors Okay no, no, Horrors no. The original Absolutely Not yeah. Jack Nicholson Little Shop of Horrors You're talking about the 80's version With yes. like Rick Moranis There was a different yeah. ending Yeah the Rick Moranis than the Jack Nicholson. Okay Alright Fair enough. And I feel like it was a little bit Christine inspired Okay. What year was... I'm not sure. Uh, you here Pull, we it, go. Up, pull yeah. it up. Uh, we're going to find that out.
0: Up. But, uh, so I noticed in the credits while they were running that good old Dick Warlock, Michael 86. Myers... 86. Two years after. Oh, years wow. After so there could be some validity to that. Absolutely. Okay. There could be some validity to that. All right. All right. Nice. I like that. Where were you at? You said... No, I was going to say that uh, I noticed that good old Dick Warlock, Michael Myers from Halloween (laughs) (laughs) 2, and he played an assassin from Halloween 3, he did stunts in this. Oh, really? Couldn't... I mean, it shouldn't really come as any surprise. No, but but, I did not know that. Yeah, I noticed that in the credits, and I was like, huh, I got to make note of that, because I... uh, You know, Dick Warlock for me, he was the first Michael Myers I ever saw because Halloween Two from nineteen eighty one was the first Halloween I ever got to see.
1: Because USA up all night showed it every single Halloween. Exactly,
0: that's exactly when I seen it in a row, and it scared the
1: shit (laughs) out of me. Yep, we're on the
0: same page, brother. Yep, but yeah, I thought that was interesting. Had to point that out.
1: Wait, he was the stunt coordinator. No, I don't know he was the stunt coordinator, but he did stunts. Say he was filmed on screen. I, I would say so. Alright, Cool. I yeah, mean, not you, a, see, not enough to you, you see, you see scenes so. when they're driving down the the drag and the the blue challenger. Yeah,
2: that
1: it could be. It's definitely San Bernardino, California. Yep. Is it San Bernardino?
0: Yeah. I know they did it some in Calabasas too. In Calabasas.
3: Well, they filmed. A, it's a, clearly the they street. They filmed some scenes actually where the original Halloween was. Yeah, before. it's yeah. filmed
1: on the same
0: street yeah, yeah, as yeah, Halloween absolutely. was. That's interesting. That's really cool. I like that. That's awesome. Well, guys, if anybody else, I mean, unless you have something else you want to bring up, talk mm. about, before we go into our wrap-ups and ratings and recommendations.
1: No. No? Good. I'm clear. Who wants, to up. All All right, who wants to go for? John Carpenter's Christine, man. Stephen King's. That's one of my favorites. Absolutely top of the list for me. For Carpenter movies? Or for Stephen King movies? For adaptations? And yeah, absolutely for Stephen King adaptations. Wow. And depending on the day of the week, Halloween and Christine are tied for number one for me. Whoa, well, whoa, Those whoa, are my John Carpenter whoa, favorites. Whoa, what? Yeah, man, come There's on. all kinds of... I love Mr. Michael Myers, wow. and I love Michael Myers first, but Christine came on strong. She stole your heart, uh-huh. Absolutely took... <laughs> if you owned a '58 Plymouth Fury, oh, dude, would bad things happen? I think I do. You <laughs> Do? Yeah. Uh, would but... bad
3: things happen though if you owned it?
1: I mean, I keep it together. I mean, more things know. I mean, would bad I things do better than Arnie did with her.
3: But, <laughs> well, I'd you know. hope so. You know, you're not 17 anymore. No, I've that, got this you know? figured
1: out. You know, it takes time. i have the ma- I'm the matured version of Arnie. So you're <laughs> telling me
0: that John Carpenter's '78 Halloween. And Christine are equal, are like 1A, 1B for you?
1: Absolutely, it's a, it's a wow. 10 for me. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's wow,
0: probably
3: we got a 10 on Nostalgia Highway. I think this
0: is the first
1: 10. Is it so? not? I think so. We've got a I 10. I love Christine, man. Holy hell, okay. I can watch it any day of the week. Same with Halloween, and like I said, it, those are my top two. That's incredible. I
2: movie. mean, I don't
0: feel any differently about you, but I am I am stunned wow. by the rating, and I am okay. stunned by the uh, and how and how much regard you hold this movie. I don't know with why. Halloween. No, I mean it's a. Don't get me wrong. This is I I love this movie. It's <laughs> a good movie. It, it really is. But it's God. a
1: perfect marriage, Stephen King and John Carpenter. It's my favorite director you, with yeah, my favorite yeah, writer. You
3: don't get that very often. No. Where so, is no.
1: my other favorite director with my other favorite writer? No. There's what? I Dean, Dean Koontz and Steven Spielberg. I don't think they did a movie together. No.
2: Man, I, I so. hear
0: Wow.
1: All right. So, there you a go. 10
0: out of 10, 10 for the King. the King. The first ever perfect rating <laughs> I don't know. on Nostalgia Highway. I think it's a biased
3: 10. <laughs> It's, it's absolutely, absolutely it's absolutely Just really like your
0: 8 out of 10 for Children of the Corn.
3: It yeah. a biased.
0: <laughs> it's a biased 8. Mean.
3: Or, or excuse me, it's yeah. a biased well, 8. I'll give oh,
1: Halloween a 10 out of 10 too. But this is a you. 10 out of 10 for me. Okay. Wow. That's my top 2. High
0: praise, that's incredible. Wow. Good on you, man. and roll.
3: Alright, well. Well, I, I, I'd have to say, I mean, Christine's in the top. It ekes into the top 5. Carpenter movies for me. It is actually number five for me. I don't understand how The Thane isn't past it. I get why you don't like I mean, I, I get you don't get Prince of Darkness too much, but break Trouble in Little China?
1: Nah. Oh, really? I don't Escape from hate, New hate York? it, but I don't love it. Escape from New York, it's pretty high. It's the pretty Fog?
2: Eh,
1: yeah, I, I, so I like Christine better we than We got fog. Christine, Halloween, and maybe Escape from New York in 3. The, in thing the third spot. It's not in that conversation. In those two, they live. Wow. The, uh, they yeah, live. Those they are, they are live. all tied for top three. I don't know. I hear you. They're in it's the top tough. five. It's Listen, tough. all three of those are in the top five. But yeah. that's where it ends for I hear John you. Carpenter. It falls off sharply after that. Okay.
3: I I mean I got Christine at a solid seven point five. It's it's not my favorite Stephen King adaptation. Um, There's nothing. Wrong. You know I mean, I think pet cemetery is one of my favorites you know by far um but I like children of the corn better than I like Christine I guess it's just okay. biasly um because i I'm not really afraid of a car I mean a magical car I mean
1: I wouldn't be I afraid know. of a car had... I don't know. Stephen King and John Carpenter not collaborated. What scares on me about me by a car.
3: what scares me about the car is its ability to just regenerate all the time. That's scary, you know that's that's scary. She's
1: a bitch.
3: Yeah, she, I mean she, <laughs> that's true She's got a lot of fury in her. So,
1: but she's level. You know?
3: But yeah, I have this as a, at a seven point five. Um, it, it, top number five for me on my Carpenter list. What do you got?
1: I think as a ten fan, mm-hmm. I would be like a little bit uncomfortable or jealous of you if you had her higher than that.
3: Why? Why would you say that? Because it's my baby. Would you be, be jealous?
1: It's, would, it's, would, it's in would my the, top two movies of. I hear the Lord
0: Vin be a shitter at that point?
1: I think the, the term shitter would be perfectly applied to that. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: <laughs> oh man. Okay.
3: Well. No
1: shitter ever came between me and Christine.
0: Exactly. That's for sure. No
1: doubt. Right.
3: Hey, 7.5 still. <laughs> I'm not going to mess with you there, I'll, Kane. I'll leave you <laughs> there. You can have it, buddy. I'll lady. let you stay there. You can
2: have gladly. it. <laughs> all
0: right. So, first of all, Keith Gordon in this, uh, he is absolutely amazing. He is totally convincing as this sheepish uh, nerd type, and then turning into this men- kind of menacing, just completely possessed teenager. Mm-hmm. He's very convincing. Uh, I, I thought that was extremely just great acting on someone that actually he turned out to have and, and honestly uh, John Stockwell who played Dennis they both turned out to be pretty established directors after you know Christine was made in their you know their later years but I find it fascinating that you can easily substitute Christine the car for a Christine the person. And it would be seamless, and it would still work as a story. I knew that
3: Carrie got a lot of representation with Christine. There is, yeah. Um, you know, you got the bullied child, you know, bullied high school kid, right? Getting its revenge, you know. There's, there's a lot of, there's a lot. To I heard. Compare.
0: I heard there was a comparison to this that this was like Carrie for males at the time. I heard yeah, that comparison. In a I okay. read that somewhere. So something I think is a uh, just a huge testament to John Carpenter is that he did an amazing job making Christine basically just in a vehicular form a mass serial killer slasher type more or less. You talked about the scene where Dennis positioned the bulldozer to protect Lee mm-hmm. and Christine's coming in at the angle. boom yeah. just slamming in the side. Come around the other side boom. Just relentless, just like a, you know, like a, like a killer shark, you know, like a mass killer, like you would see with like a Michael Myers. I kind of got that vibe, and I really feel like John Carpenter did an amazing job. Where I feel a lot of movies fail, where there's like the killer car concept. Yeah. This is by far, this is the benchmark for killer car. <clears throat> like this is the best. You're not going to find a better movie in my opinion
3: magical car wise i would say i like death proof to be honest uh, by quentin tarantino Great movie. but that's oh, yeah, got that's... you know a driver
0: 100% yes. of the time you know no yeah. i i am talking and it's about... also kurt russell right. Right. which is well, badass right. yeah when you got kurt russell quentin tarantino yeah Right. absolutely amazing
2: but that's no true. i'm
0: talking about like you know where it's a supernatural right. uh element to it this is the best you're going to find the special effects in this movie were absolutely top notch. They stand the test of time. What do you got, King?
1: Who else makes his villains lovable but John Carpenter? Right. We love Michael Myers. We love Christine. Yeah. The second he says show me, you almost like giddy, you know. Tear up, like yeah, here we
2: you're go, like, boys. You're like yeah, you're damn right. We you showed yeah, me you
1: go, this was the wrong one to fuck with. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you're excited for the you villain. Learn today, <laughs> but that's hilarious. Yeah, with uh, with other villains in different represented movies, it's not the same. But I, John I just Carpenter gotta... represents his villains as a as a total. There's her- a care, hero.
0: there's a care and a love, oh, yeah. and there's a nurturing. And there. I agree you with you. Invested. Right, I'm just curious because like I really felt like I got like the serial killer slasher element. With... Oh, absolutely. I was like, she has a you... bloodlust.
3: Oh, yeah. You know, almost. That's why I'm she saying like, when I said, you yeah. know, it 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 kind of sucks that she kills almost everybody that gets in the car with her. You know, um, even Lee. You know, mm. she just she's jealous. She's a jealous bitch. Yes, she. That's is That's what it boils down to. You know. Um, I get why Women killing... That I get killing the uh I, I just don't understand killing Darnell. <laughs> I I I didn't like that kill. I, I just didn't, I get it in
1: the know.
0: movie.
3: I understand it. Yeah, I get it too. He was a witness. Here. The movie was right. fun. You know, the so. movie
1: I give 100% thumbs up to the movie. I would have loved to have seen the book's representation.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah, filmed. the way you described it. Man, yeah, that would've been sweet, you know.
1: The movie did just fine. Yeah. I'm happy with it if I hadn't read the book. On a like shoestring budget,
0: like, yeah, well, I'm gonna say shoestring, but on a modest budget for a special effects-driven movie, oh, wow. sure, I yeah, I I'm I'm satisfied with that. But with
1: Darnell not being the you know Moonshine Hospital right. that he was or whatever in the book, right. he was he was moving booze, yeah. So wasn't parts, it. Was he booze. was he was just a yeah.
3: witness of you know Christine right it's a coming back that night. Different reasoning
1: for killing Darnell, but that's. All that was really different
0: Right Okay. Moving on So I, I want to fa- Before I go into My final bit here I have Roger Ebert's review From December of 1983 oh Of Christine Christine was directed By John Carpenter Who made Halloween And his method Is to take the story More or less seriously One grin And the mood Would be broken Christine has developed Such a formidable perso- Personality That we are actually Taking sides During it's duel With a bulldozer this is the kind of movie where you walk out with a silly grin, get in your car, and lay rubber halfway down the Eisenhower.
2: <laughs> I think it's a pretty... I like, I like that <laughs> review. I thought that I was do. a pretty good
0: review. If I if I didn't know any better, I think Roger Ebert is a fan of John Carpenter. Tell me oh, he right. at least gave it a 7 out of 10. I, I, I'm going to tell you right now, I looked and I could not find a rating on this. Oh, yeah, and I was really shocked about that, and I was a little rushed on my notes, but That's all right. I, I had some instruction to kind of fly by my seat of my pants tonight. Do it. So I Explore did. Full his Right? But, uh, so finishing up, on IMDb, this is rated at a 6.7 out of 10. Has a meta score of 57. Rotten Tomatoes has it at a 69%. An audience score of 63%. And i got to say my previous rating with my current rating it did not change and i'm right with you Ketchum. Uh, this is a 7.5 out of 10 for me and this is 10. just outside this is just outside of my top 5 for john carpenter ah. films it sits at 7 and it's a landlock between escape from new york and the fog
1: oh, wow
0: the fog is the under escape from new york is the over Do you want to know what my five are? I'll accept
1: it. No, no, no. We'll find out on a different day, but I'll accept it. Okay. I accept it. No, I enjoy this movie. Everybody has a different opinion. I know you kind of
0: poo-poo on my my, my take of this movie because it's... That's why there's chemistry between us. I believe it. I know it. Boom. There you go. But, uh, no, this is a really good movie. As far as special effects, this is amazing. It's just... With... Everything else that John Carpenter's done with Escape from New York is, you know, Halloween, The Thing, Prince of Darkness, They Live.
1: It's tough to make a top five John Carpenter. It absolutely is. is.
0: And it's kind of like, wow, this movie is not in my... I mean, Escape from New York is not in my top five. I
1: mean, I get it. Number one and number five can be like points of percentages apart yeah absolutely. that's how good john carpenter yeah is in absolutely his top five movies
0: absolutely So I get and it. you know you like i said we get stephen king and john carpenter here i do feel like we get a little i think john carpenter makes this movie his own because if you take the premise of the story as its own it's kind of silly all right let's be real it's a yeah. little silly but because it's Stephen King, we'll allow it because it's Stephen fucking King. Yeah. Right? right? Okay? And then you get John Carpenter <laughs> involved, and he puts his own little twist on it. And he has his own little way of doing things on a, you know, like, just with his cinematic eye that he is so incredible with. This this is such a good movie. But I will say, uh, the only thing that keeps it from getting an 8 for me is the fact that it's the killer car, and much like with killer kids, killer dolls, hmm. toys they they kind of fall short for me
1: unbelievability,
0: right okay. you know but i feel like what's depicted on screen what we see with the death scenes with the muchi scene with chasing down buddy repperton it's believable mm-hmm. and i think that's a huge credit to john carpenter so
1: but yeah i'll give you that
0: 7.5 out of 10 firm it's not going anywhere it's not dropping any lower it's not going any higher <laughs> So all right, mayor. We can't all be right. <laughs> well, that is true.
3: That's <laughs> and this night the mayor is not. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> I appreciate right. his assessment.
0: All right. Well, I appreciate that you appreciate my assessment. No, I do. I feel like this is a long time coming because. It is. We've been at at odds with this a little bit, and I'm glad this has finally come out, and I'm glad that you you genuinely know my true feelings on this movie, and I hope that you don't feel like...
1: Yeah, I'm not offended a bit, but it it is in my, definitely, top two, top three movies of all time. I hear you, man, and it is. It's hard for me to say a bad thing about it. I mean, I
0: think it goes around the table, this is an absolute must-watch Holds incredible sure. watchability, and you probably should should own it.
1: I watched it today with the thinking of I'm going to look at this unbiasedly and try to view it with new eyes, and sure. I still could not see past the perfection of it in my eyes. So that's where I'm. That's right why I'm at a ten. Awesome. I love Christine. Awesome. All right. All right. Well, King.
0: we get some diverse uh, we get some diverse views on things here, and that's why. Uh, we are Nostalgia Highway. So, all right, guys. At this point, this concludes our review of Christine from 1983. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we did discussing it. Find us on Facebook at Nostalgia Highway Podcast, and be sure to be on the lookout for new announcements, drawings, updates, and trivia. We'd love to hear from you, the listeners, on any ideas or future episodes or input on older episodes. You can email us at nostalgiahighwaypodcast at gmail.com. And we also want to give a huge shout-out and thanks to Cody Jones and Sean Jackson for a theme for the show. On behalf of Dave King of the Road and Lord Ketchum, I am your host, the Mayor, Matt Logson, And we thank you once again for hitching a ride along with us today. And we'll see you next time out on the highway. I got a peanut. It's stop.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I would, but it's press screen.